0: Welcome to the Dipshit Files number 35. I'm Mr. Scriptkeeper. And I'm Mrs. Scriptkeeper. And
1: what's our, what's our, what are we doing this week? We're working on CERN, CERN. today. So we're yes. doing
0: sciencey shit. Yeah. So I wonder who the dipshits are in this. I bet it's conspiracy theorists. Most likely. Okay. And the scriptwriter today is Bodhi Ksenyata, the quartermaster. Yes. So as always, I don't know shit about this as we go into it. And <laughs> I don't either. We're all going to learn together. <laughs> yeah. So here we go another Dipshit Files.
1: Right, so we're going to get started with uh, learning a little bit about CERN. So I'm going to start with the origins here. Okay. At the end of the Second World War, European science was no longer world class. Aww. Following the example of international organizations, a handful of visionary scientists imagined creating a European atomic physics laboratory. Building for super nerds. Raul Daughtry, Pierre Auger, and Lou Kowarski in France... Eduardo Amaldi in Italy, and Niels Bohr in Denmark were among these pioneers.
0: Big shoulders to stand on.
1: Such a laboratory. Would not only unite European scientists but also allow them to share the increasing costs of nuclear physics facilities. French physicist Louis de Broglie put forward the first official proposal for the creation of a European laboratory at the European Cultural Conference, which opened in Lausanne on December
0: 9, nineteen forty-nine. make it the biggest science. Uh, <laughs> I don't know.
1: A further push came at the 5th UNESCO General Conference held in Florence in July of 1950, where American physicist and Nobel laureate Isidore Rabbi tabled a resolution on authorizing UNESCO to assist and encourage the formation of regional research laboratories in order to increase international scientific collaboration at an intergovernmental meeting of UNESCO in Paris in December of 1951. The first resolution concerning the establishment of a European Council for Nuclear Research was adopted. Danger nerds. Two months later, 11 countries signed an agreement establishing the Provisional Council. Nerd Council. The acronym CERN. The Council of European Radicalized Nerds. Was born. I'm kidding. Okay, so what is CERN for Uh, those of us that don't fucking know what the hell we're talking about? European Nerd Council. Us meaning me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so widely known for its particle accelerators, specifically the Large Hadron Collider. Mm Mm-hmm. And its work on both high-energy physics and theoretical physics, CERN is also known for its information technology centers and being the birthplace of the World Wide Web. Yes, the Internet was born at CERN. Nice. The first website in the world went live on August 6, 1991 and was made by English computer scientist Sir Timothy John Berners-Lee. So we strongly suspect, but could not confirm, the second website minutes later was a precursor to Pornhub. Mm. But moving on, <laughs> CERN also has a multitude of on-site education and outreach programs from high school to university level students. CERN offers the tailor-made high school students internship program several times a year, and the Beamline for Schools competition, challenging high school students from around the world to propose an experiment to carry out at a real research laboratory. Of the 100,000 plus visitors who come to CERN annually, the majority are high school students who participate in a hands-on workshop in CERN's school lab and that's spelled S-apostrophe C-O-O-L School. Weird.
0: (laughs) Must be Vulcan or something. CERN
1: CERN operates not only as a lab but also as a self-contained international city with multiple hotels, restaurants grocery kiosks and amenities
0: i bet they have some fun conversations in that their town
1: <laughs> so uh, we're going to move on to uh the the big thing that really is on everybody's mind especially about six months ago because they fired it up again
0: did they put us into an alternative uni- exactly are we so, in a weird reality because they made a black hole
1: we're going to talk about the lhc uh which is the large hadron collider yay So what is the big deal with this thing? Why is it called the Large Hadron Collider? To describe what it is? Sorry. Well, it's large, for one. Mm. uh, 27 kilometers or 16.7 miles miles in circumference. And 100 meters underground. So for reference, 100 meters, that's about 32 stories underground. It accelerates protons or ions, which are a group of particles called Hadrons. More on that later. And it collides them at points around the machine to measure results.
0: Science. Illuminati shit.
1: The LHC is a particle accelerator that accelerates protons or ions to near the speed of light. It consists of a 27-kilometer-long ring of superconducting magnets... With a number of accelerating structures that boost the energy of the particles along the way. Using magic. These particles are driven into each other at various points along the path. Via dragon semen. At the experiment sensors where the particle collisions are studied. All right, so we're going to now kind of go into a brief history of the LHC. So
0: much drama in the LHC. It's kind of hard for these nerds with their PhDs. In
1: 1994, CERN Council voted to approve construction of the LHC. And in 1995, the LHC Technical Design Report was published.
0: May I fuck around with the Hicks boson?
1: First experiments were given approval, and construction began. The initial beam injection was achieved August of 2008. Boom first beam circulation, September 10th, 2008.
0: Beam me up, bitches.
1: System failure accident, September 19th of 2008.
0: That's when they accidentally beamed an Ewok to the moon base. Right.
1: During a powering test, a fault occurred in an electrical connection between a dipole and a quadrupole.
0: Which are just layman's terms for Ewok problems.
1: Which are superconducting magnets resulting in mechanical damage and releasing of helium from the magnets' cold mass into the tunnel. Which blew up the world. Safety feature performed as expected and operations resumed the following month oh i heard they blew up the world Sorry. so operations resumed november 20th 2008 by circling two beams with an energy output of 3.5 tev each wait so what happened to the ewok (laughs) okay so tev okay a tev which is capital t lowercase e capital v Mm. is a unit of energy used in particle physics which stands for tera electron volt that is one trillion electron volts which on the surface seems like a lot but one tev is about the energy of motion of a flying mosquito
0: how much mosquito energy to smash a mosquito hmm.
1: what makes this so extraordinary is that the lhc squeezes that energy into a space about a million million times smaller than a mosquito yeah on March thirtieth, two thousand ten, they experienced the successful collision of two proton beams. With 3.5 TeV each, equaling a 7 TeV, or... 6 Ewok
0: Joules. 7 Mosquito Collision. And that's when the super smart person rave began. Oh my god, we did it! They said we'd never do it. Well, actually, they said we were going to open a portal to hell, but we didn't do that, we did the science thing. Yeah. Let's do some drugs.
1: Well, so, March 2012, the power increases, at this point, to 8 TeV, or Mosquito Collisions. More Mosquito! And in July of 2012, they announced the discovery of a new subatomic particle. Boom. And by March of 2013, CERN concludes that this particle is the Higgs boson. The God particle. The God particle.
0: Hey, God, is mm. this your particle? Mm, let me see it. Hey, this one. Oh, yep, that one's mine. It's a good particle. Yeah, thanks. I'm proud of it. Uh, April
1: 2015, after two years of maintenance, uh, the LHC is then restarted, and it reaches 6.5 TeV and per they found
0: out the reason why it was so low is because it had a whole bunch of Ewok gunk <laughs> in it. There was a lot of trial and error to see if they could get those guys onto the spaceship.
1: So the TEV uh, per beam, six and a half equals 13 TEV or mosquito collision. In 2018, a second period of shutdown for improvement and maintenance. And then this is what I was talking about in um, earlier on in the show when we first started. This April 22nd of 2022, uh, upgrades allow for a 6.8 TEV. Yeah,
0: and while it was controversial at the time, they did do that by giving the mosquito steroids.
1: 13.6 TEV mosquito collision. And that was achieved on April the 25th of this year.
0: Fucking hell!
1: July 5th of this year, uh, they commenced run number three. And then uh, July 5th, they reported new particles with data still being analyzed. We don't really know what those are. Um, That round is expected to continue until 2026.
0: So So at some point, they're going to figure out how to eradicate all the mosquitoes. All the
1: mosquitoes.
0: (laughs) And that's why, and that's why science exists is for that one reason.
1: Because mosquitoes, uh, because of mosquitoes on cocaine.
0: And that's why billions of dollars. Oh, got mm-hmm. it. Why not?
1: All right, so we're gonna move on to um, now that we got that the history and the timeline down there. We're gonna move on to elementary particle physics for dipshits.
0: Oh Jesus!
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is this maybe this is more up to my speed, but y'all need to bear with me because this one's a bitch to try and sum up in layman's terms. I'm barren. So. Where to begin? For the sake of brevity, I'm going to boil down some of the information mostly to the standard model of elementary particles as it is the primary focus of the work at the LHC. I'll
0: go get my pillow and a hammer.
1: I apologize to any physicists for my exclusions of quantum field theory, supersymmetry, grand unified theory, and many of the other fascinating fields of research done at CERN and in the world of physics. But we're dipshits and most of us don't have PhDs. True. So, the standard model of elementary particles, that's what we're going to move on to. Yay. In school, most of us were taught that atoms made of protons. And Neutrons with little orbiting electrons were the smallest particles there were. That was as far down as you could go. Well, that's wrong. Sorry. So, what is smaller than atoms? Subatomic particles. Here's where the fun begins. Subatomic particles can be divided into two categories fermions and bosons fucking what right
0: i'll fermion your face
1: (laughs) fermions particles that make up the physical matter of the universe these can be further divided into quarks and leptons Mm. this is where our protons neutrons and electrons are Okay, stick a pin in that and we'll be back to it. So 0101.011001 Bosons, they're particles that are force carriers or field interactors. I knew it Star Wars is real. Now this gets weird and difficult to explain without getting into quantum field theory and foundational forces. But for now, know that photons, particles of light, and the Higgs boson are here, okay? So, fermions, uh, the quarks and the leptons. Mm. We're going to get a little deeper into quarks. Basically, there are six flavors of quarks. Goodness. Up, down, charm, strange, top, and bottom. And cookies and cream. (laughs) Each of these six flavors also has a possible three-color combination. Red, blue, And green. And then, just to be even more confusing, each of those possible combinations can have an opposite or an antiparticle. So, in theory, there is a red anti up particle. Now, to be even more mind numbingly confusing, none of these colors or flavors actually mean anything. It's just a convenient way to label certain properties of the particles that we aren't gonna go into detail about. Son of a bitch! Just know that there are thirty-six quark color flavor combinations, and we only need the up down to make all the atoms in the universe. One zero one zero. Protons contain two up quarks and one down quark. one, while, zero, one zero one one zero one Well, neutrons contain one up quark and two down quark. Zero one one zero one one zero one, one one. All the other quarks are unsustainable and can only be found in particle accelerators such as the LHC. Two. Le- <laughs> zero one one, zero, zero, one two, Amen. <laughs> Leptons are even more unusual and almost impossible to easily summarize. You have three primary leptons. And not all of them are interested
0: in your lucky charm, so get over yourself. Sorry. The
1: electron, the muon, and the tau. Each of these have a neutrino associated with them. The electron neutrino, the muon neutrino, and the tau neutrino. Okay. Neutrinos are nearly massless tiny particles that rarely interact with matter and are fantastically abundant in the universe. Wait a minute.
0: Are these the things that give Jedis their power? I think
1: so. Fuck it's me. the force.
0: It's midichlorian <laughs> town.
1: <laughs> it's estimated that the sun projects over 40 billion neutrinos per second through our body. Gross. Each of the six lepton neutrinos also have associated antiparticles, for fuck? bringing the total to 12 leptons.
0: Which is far too many leptons for my liking. Thank you.
1: But <gasps> the one we're most familiar with? is the Electron.
0: Yeah, they signed a Metallica to their first record deal when they did Ride the Lightning after uh, Megaforce I, Records in 19... Uh, what?
1: I thought that was Electra.
0: It's a, oh, Electra. Right. <laughs> okay. My bad. That's uh, my extent of scientific knowledge. Go ahead. All right, Sorry,
1: we're going to move to bosons. Boson. So Give me some bosons. They're the force or interactors.
0: So Doesn't that make it so you smile funny when you go to Hollywood? Isn't that what bosons are? Oh, Botox. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. I, I'm not understanding any of this, <laughs> but I'm following.
1: So bosons are weird and difficult to explain. Um, Hooray. We need to dip our toes into foundational forces and quantum field theory briefly to get a basic understanding of the quote unquote forces they interact with and that define them. So... Basically, there are four fundamental forces at work in the universe.
0: Money, power, fame, and orgasms.
1: The strong force, Mm. the weak force, the electromagnetic force, Mm. and gravity. No spite
0: or hatred? Come on.
1: (laughs) Gravity and electromagnetic force have infinite range, but gravity is seriously weaker. That's true. Weak and strong force are only effective only at a very short range. And really only dominant at subatomic levels. Not on the realm. It's the strong force that binds atoms together while the weak force governs the decay of subatomic particles and initiates the nuclear fusion reaction that fuels the sun. And
0: that's why the Ewoks were able to transport to the
1: thing? Gravity. (laughs) Gravity is gravity. And hopefully everyone except for... Oh, obviously Angus well, understands Ewoks, so. the basics of how that works And finally the electromagnetic force deals with the combined electrical and magnetic fields
0: now Here's a real deal man now if things don't actually work on a realm when it's a realm shape you find There's no gravity. It's actually a thing called magic beams.
1: all these fields and yes, this matters I apologize for the headache. That is quantum field theory Ouch. so the super confusing is hell definition of fields as it relates to physics "Quote: A field is a physical quantity represented by a scalar, Striker. a vector, or tensor Blagina. that has a value for each point in space-time." End quote. Mm-hmm. The easiest way to understand this is uh, the electromagnetic field. So, put a magnet on the table and then toss iron dust on the table. No, you've. <laughs> I think we've all seen this experiment. Yes. So the curved lines the dust makes around the magnet is its magnetic field basically magic all four foundational forces have an associated field as well as a fifth called the higgs field son of a right which gives the higgs boson its name that's
0: where the ewoks kind of come into play
1: why so why do these fields matter bosons these wonderfully weird ass particles define themselves by their ability to interact with these fields for example the photon we commonly think of photons as light particles but really they're emitted by any electromagnetic radiation so the photon is a boson that is the force interactor for the electromagnetic field. Son of a bitch! In all, there are 13 bosons, which seems daunting, but really eight of them are just color variations of the boson called the gluon. Remember that... <laughs> right, remember that color doesn't really mean color here. Just a way to distinguish the charge pairs of particle-antiparticle that make up the gluon. Right? So gluons Duh. literally glue quarks together to form atomic structures by interacting with a strong force and
0: that makes the ewok sad
1: the next three bosons are the z and the two w bosons obviously um A positive and negative W boson. Of course. These three bosons were discovered at CERN and deal with the weak force. And last but not least is the infamous Higgs boson. This boson was discovered at CERN in the LHC and is responsible for giving other particles their mass. Hmm. Which is very interesting. So where is the particle for the gravity force? Utah. There is a hypothetical particle called the graviton. What about transformers? That has been speculated for years. Unfortunately, it's going to take a lot of time and energy to try and find this particle if it does even exist.
0: Does anything really exist?
1: To quote Quantamagazine.org, quote, To detect a graviton with high probability, a particle detector would have to be so huge and massive that... That it would collapse into a black hole.
0: That's probably pretty big.
1: This weakness is why it takes an astronomical accumulation of mass to gravitationally influence other massive bodies and why we only see gravity writ large. Okay.
0: End quote. Let me unpack this real quick. Okay. They're trying to turn the earth into a sun by (laughs) blowing it up.
1: Okay. Cool. That's what you got from that. Yeah,
0: they're blowing oh,
1: up. Oh, we're doing well. We're I'm doing well. It. Okay, so we're moving on to hadrons. Sun builders. Let's do it. Okay, uh, we gotta smash them all. <laughs> Collect the whole set. <laughs> smash em. And finally, last but not least, for particle physics for dipshits. what the hell is a hadron anyway? Since CERN is colliding the things, so. This is quick and easy, yet also doesn't really make any sense. So don't worry if it flies over your head.
0: So far, I know it has to do with Ewoks and mosquitoes Uh, and some sort of problem between the two. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Hadrons are composite subatomic particles made of quarks. Mm -hmm. So basically, you slap some quarks together with a strong force. Yay, gluons. Mm -hmm. If you used (laughs) an even number of quarks. That hadron is called a meson.
0: Right, and you color the meson green or blue or red with a crayon.
1: Mesons are mostly quark antiquark pairs. Mm-hmm. If you glue an odd number of quarks together, you just made a hadron called a bayron and probably a bunch of protons and neutrons. Well, mm-hmm. most well known bayrons. What
0: I like to do is I get scissorons and I, I splice my own together and make zachrons.
1: <laughs> It it doesn't make sense because we already have names for all of this, so we needlessly complicate things. But as you see, physics loves to be unnecessarily complicated.
0: It's pretty complicated. They need to name it something. They're like, I'm Tim, call him Timons. I'm
1: Bob, call him Bobons. <laughs> Fuck meons.
0: ons right. we call these jizz-ons. We're doing it. There's got to be some scientists like meons
1: with the gluons.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. Dr. Smartin, dude? Yeah. Are you sure we should call these jizz-ons? Yeah. Don't you think these pissons are a little bit absurd? Nine. Well, about these suck me them scissor-ons. Be-o.
1: All right, so now we're moving into the dipshittery. Dipshittery. Yeah. So, now that the heavy stuff is out of the way, uh, on to the amusement. Because particle physics is such a complicated and confusing thing, it's no surprise that your average person really doesn't understand it and is susceptible to even the most outlandish conspiracy. Dude, it's
0: so important that we
1: understand how far right. a layman is from a scientist. Right.
0: Oh, hey, science dude. Thanks for coming and doing this. It's my pleasure to answer biochemistry questions for layman. That's cool, bro. I'm way into healthy shit. So, I've been drinking gallons of hydrogen peroxide a day. Oh, Higgs boson. Why? Oh, this guy on podcast was like, well, I'm waiting for no. this thing, dude, and i just been drinking this and I oh. feel good. And I, no, I feel good, oh. but I kind of don't feel good. It's because you're going to die soon. Well, it looks really good with the shirt off. Why should I listen to you? Wait, what just happened? Oh, I mean, do you even lift, bro?
1: Well, since the LHC's creation and, frankly, CERN's inception, there have been a handful of conspiracies Always. circulating about both the nefarious goals of the institution itself and the capabilities of the facilities within. So let's touch on some some of the more widely known weirdness. Okay. Okay, so the first one here CERN is an evil organization rife with satanic symbology. I've heard that. Whose main purpose is to open a portal to hell and mm. summon Satan himself. Bring it. And also human sacrifice. Yummy. <laughs> Yep, I think we've all heard this one. Yes,
0: yeah, Satan feels a bubble. City Nightmare. Right, right. What is your affiliation with CERN? Yeah, I feel like I've answered that question a number of times. Is it true that you're opening a portal from hell to earth so that you can stage a war on heaven? Who let him in there? Yeah. Get security okay. in here. Okay. Kill him. All
1: right, so the next one. People have claimed that the CERN logo is a hidden amalgam of 666, mm. that they have had to address the shape of their logo on their FAQ page, uh, frequently asked questions, explaining, quote, The shape in the form dates back to 1968, when the decision was made to change the logo from the original one.
0: Let's dial up that Illuminati symbolism. What do you think, guys? Let's do it. Some
1: 114 new designs were proposed. Many of which use CERN's experiments as inspiration. Those poor Ewoks. The final design used the original lettering surrounded by a schematic of a synchrotron, beam lines, and particle track.
0: Boobly-fuge.
1: Today's logo is a simplified version of this. End quote.
0: Satan. <laughs> it looks uh, like just shapes. It looks cool.
1: So, to get a sense of how often these Satan. types of questions are asked, I should point out. That the question of the logo's shape is right before the question, quote, will CERN open a door to another dimension, end quote.
0: It looks like it's telling us that it wants to open a door to another dimension.
1: And directly after the question's, quote, is CERN's aim to prove that God does not exist, and, quote, why does CERN have a statue of Shiva, end quote. Oh, Lord. That statue we're going to talk about in just a minute. A
0: good question. Illuminati confirmed, I'd say.
1: So people think the logo is a stylized 666 and that CERN is trying to open doorways to hell and summon the devil. You could find a few sixes in there.
0: Yeah, you there next. Yeah, Willie Partisan, New York Times. Yeah, yeah. What about the three sixes in the CERN logo? Look, I can't help it if people think I'm cool. Talk to the band Slayer. They use my imagery all over the place. Then I went and visited their lead singer. He's Catholic. He tried to convert me. Me, I'm the fucking devil. People just think I'm cool. If you see that symbol not officially sanctioned by me. That basically means they think their dad's an ass or, you know, they think they can make some money off it. Which, fuck yeah, go for it. Bootleg Satan shit, yeah.
1: CERN, as an institution, goes out of its way to frame responses to these things as diplomatically as possible. But literally, thousands of scientists work there, and some of them are dirty atheists with crazy senses of humor. You, so you. every <laughs> now and then, they do what I could imagine a no. Zach would instigate or at no. least participate in. Shenanigans.
0: Maybe the worst thing I ever did was when I worked at Barnes and Noble. I would take the Bibles and I'd put them in the fiction section just to be there. Yeah. But this was many years ago. Filthy. And now I'm a respectable man that just does fart jokes over people's deeply Filthy. held beliefs, like a gentleman cut. Filthy. I try not to make my neighbors mad at me,
1: <laughs> knowing that certain religious groups have laid claims of Satanism on the doorsteps of CERN basically since its inception it's
0: weird when you believe things that other people have to believe too Uh,
1: and many of these have brought up the presence of the statue of shiva Mm -hmm. donated to cern by the indian government who has actually been an associate member of cern since the 1960s and is only one of many statues on the grounds as further proof of satanic involvement because nothing says satanism like hinduism right
0: (laughs) that has nothing to do with it and is thousands of years oh my god
1: so a, gr- a group of CERN scientists got together and staged a mock human sacrifice ritual and then leaked the footage for a joke. Mm. It, was, it was just for jokes. Hey, walka, walka, walka. CERN has released a statement denying the validity of this video and investigated the incident. But I'm sure an Angus would say Illuminati confirmed. Sk-
0: We all know it's a scum. It's no realm
1: Earth. All right, so next. CERN shifted our timeline to an alternate dimension timeline. Thus, we now experience the Mandela effect.
0: It fucking feels like it, doesn't it, folks? Come on. sometimes.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay, but so this one is the easiest one to debunk. It can be done with a, a basic explanation, but after that, we can dive into the interest that is the Mandela effect. Let's do it. Okay, so... Remember how the LHC set an energy collision record of 13.6 TEV, mm-hmm. total collision energy, on April 25th of 2022? Ewok stuff. <laughs> that is the highest energy output of a particle collision in an accelerator ever.
0: Six Ewoks per hogshead.
1: head. And, and do you also remember to convert them to mosquitoes? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, so that total energy output... Was a little over 13 and a half mosquitoes.
0: Not 10 kajillion mosquitoes?
1: If that energy output was enough to shift a timeline, it would literally slap you into last week. <laughs> <laughs> but but what about quantum black holes? What about them? Okay. okay. Cosmic rays, which hit Earth roughly every square centimeter, every minute, have a TEV of up to 300.
0: Ah, the mosquitoes are growing more powerful. They
1: haven't created any quantum black holes yet, naturally. Oh and oh. the LHC isn't doing anything as powerful as what nature already does. So we can all <laughs> chill out with that.
0: So, he's sent, so this is Bodhi, by the way, who did this research, yes. as we said. Uh, Bodhi is saying that we don't have to worry about a black hole yeah, being created by our exactly. scientists in and certain.
1: And, uh, uh, right,
0: uh, not for a long fucking time. Right. Not until they create the Earth into a single right. <laughs> <laughs> Hadron Hadron Collider? Goddamn.
1: All right, so. I can't pronounce
0: the things that we're talking about today on The Dipshit Files. Well, I'm the dipshit.
1: What, what is the Mandela effect?
0: Tell me. My well, note's about Nelson Mandela. Is it the the name comes from Nelson Mandela? And okay. People thinking that he died, uh, but he was still alive after. Okay, he was released th- from prison. I think we're going to go into that. Okay, let's do it.
1: So, a quick definition and overview. Basically, the Mandela effect is when a group of people misremembers a historical event or person. Right. This term was coined by writer and paranormal researcher Fiona Brome when she created a website detailing her recollections of former South African president Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 1980s. Wrong. <laughs> So she finds other people who shares these false memories while attending Dragon Con, a sci fi convention, as well as memories of a lost Star Trek episode that doesn't exist, and the concept of us skipping through parallel dimensions and multiverses, only noticing subtle differences, and that's how this began.
0: And there was no way that they were doing weeds and, and all these drugs. <laughs> There's No way they could possibly be. All
1: right. It. We're gonna talk about some of the common Mandela effects. Okay. So 1 Darth Vader's line, "Luke, I am your father." Mm. He actually said
0: Shit. No. Obi-Wan is your father.
1: I am your father. Yeah. Did you know that? I did. I didn't. I didn't. Know that. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. No, Luke, he did not.
0: He did not tell you enough. Should have said way more.
1: He told me, you killed him. No.
0: I am your father. Oh. Yep. He really should have at least told you that. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry, Luke. The you were waiting for me to. I know I was. I was. I w-
1: yeah, channeling your inner nerd. You you were just straight faced. No. Okay,
0: like, no, the next I'm, one. Let her do it. She, is, she's got to learn about Star Wars.
1: So the Berenstein Bears.
0: Berenstein. Berenstein.
1: Berenst. I don't even know, I, but it's. I guess it's always been the Berenstain. Yes. Like a stain. They, right. That's what okay. they say. So, Monopoly Man's Monocle.
0: Okay. There, no, there isn't one.
1: I guess he's never had one. Lies. Right. So, Casablanca's Play It Again, Sam. Bogart doesn't say it. But Ingrid Berg's, Bergman's character does say it. Play but, but it again, everybody Sam. Everybody does.
0: Play it again, Sam. In his voice. I get it. Whatever.
1: So, Sinbad's Shazam. Mm-hmm. Yep. That doesn't exist.
0: Right. Yeah. I've seen, okay.
1: Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Not set, really? Well, the line actually begins, magic mirror on the wall.
0: Mirror, mirror on the wall. Real quick, that's not how you start me. Excuse me, what? Magic talking mirror? It's not mirror, mirror. That's weird. I'm not a pop song. It's magic mirror. Magic hammer in my hand. Smashy, smashy mirror, man.
1: So Mickey Mouse's suspenders? Ashless chaps. He doesn't actually wear them.
0: Damn it. And all chaps are ashless.
1: Jiffy peanut butter? Nope, it's Jiff. Damn it. There are many, many more examples and tons of online Mandela effect quizzes to delve deeper into these. Right.
0: I've seen a couple of them. All
1: right. So what do uh, the people who are actually studying this, what do they think it is? Right. Um, Magic beans. They've come up with, uh, they believe it's false memory. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people just don't remember things the way they actually were. Right. Memory is fickle and very suggestible.
0: That's why anecdotal evidence sucks. And that's why in court, when you ask somebody like, hey, what color was the car? And they go blue and it was red. And you're like, shit. It's like, well, that was (laughs) important. And it's like, I know, but my brain. And it's just part of why we have to do the scientific method on everything.
1: So the next thing is confabulation. These are false memories a person spontaneously generates, often to compensate for holes in a person's memory. Hmm. Um, there's also priming. I'll prime it. Baby. When exposure to stimulus directly influences a person's response to a subsequent stimulus. Goosh. This uses suggestive techniques to trigger a certain response, leading questions instead of open-ended ones. Yikes. Type thing. Hmm. Uh, internet influence. Repeatedly seeing false information online breeds familiarity and reinforces false memories. Okay, uh, I, right. this is kind of an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Some
0: of these hit me. Do they hit you?
1: To be honest with you, when I was kind of looking into the Mandela effect, I was unaware of these things. Mm. I mean, I thought it was really interesting that other people thought something different. And some of these, I remember. Those fucking bears. The Berenstein bears. Yeah. I remember it being different.
0: I do remember Steen as yeah. well. Yeah.
1: Because, um, well, my mother's, my great grandma's best friend, uh, her last name was Silverstein. Mm-hmm. But I pronounced it Silverstein.
0: Because of the book.
1: No, because of those just the way it was spelled. And I remember, and I remember thinking that when I read Berenstein Bears. Uh, And I actually said Berenstein Bears when I was reading the book. Because of her name. And it Uh. was, yes. And it was corrected by my teacher. No, it's Berenstein. And I went, oh, so her name is Ann Silverstein, not Silverstein.
0: And so when you hear Stain, you're Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck?
1: Exactly. And so I remember having that conversation. I was like, in the, second grade third grade but anyways that was my experience with the mandela effect um but i thought it was really interesting that people remember different things and a lot of this shit i fuck i don't know magic beans yeah i don't i don't know fair so i guess um yeah i guess maybe the internet can influence um you know stuff definitely repeatedly seeing false information i don't know
0: it's true. I mean...
1: If something sounds funny, look look into it.
0: How propaganda works is it they repeat it over and over again. How stupid shit gets propagated is mm-hmm. by repeating it over So that's and over
1: not again. Mandela effect. That's... that's Advertising.
0: I, I don't know what, what it is. Propaganda? It's cogn- <laughs> 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 Except for weird propaganda. There's no political game for it. The mirror, no mirror, is.
1: on the wall. For prop 406.
0: It does seem like uh, maybe it's just the whole scientist kind of blew up the world and now we're in an alternative one i think that's the main answer Mm. you can see how you you take the leap well that is now i remember staying and talking
1: well that that is the last one here alternate dimensions right you know maybe we maybe we are sliding into uh, through alternate realities. <laughs> you never know.
0: Mr. President. Huh? Mr. President over here. Yeah. So the scientists at CERN. Who? The super nerds? Oh yeah. Right. Well they uh they fucked up space time. What? Yeah, they fucked it up real good. How? Well, they used over four hundred mosquito energy. Oh dear. And that kicked Father Time in the dick. What the fuck do we know? It's a miracle that uh, the consciousness exists. I none know, of us know what the I fuck know. this is. It's a simulation and we're all like, damn it, there's no goddamn book to teach us how to play. <laughs> I don't even know what up down, up down, left, right, left, right selects whatever uh, One sp- zero does. one
1: zero one one zero. Yeah, is, all right, one, right. let's move on to some final thoughts okay is cern an illuminati evil organization hell-bent on global domination
0: i feel like that's pretty obvious at this point
1: if they are they really suck at it yeah they do I mean...
0: little mosquito power. Let's get up oh, to at least a sparrow.
1: <laughs> I mean, open to the public and have over 100,000 visitors a year. I'm pretty sure a scientist or five would like to blast some people with a death ray or something. But that would be a hell of a lot of TEV mosquitoes.
0: <laughs> I'm down. All right, so what the hell? <laughs> so I know that Ewoks and mosquitoes are involved. <laughs> and I know that uh, I am not smart enough to be a, a quantum physicist. <laughs> I don't think I should even uh, discuss this in a room of adults generally. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm happy. I love science and I and I love all this stuff.
1: I think Bodhi did a fantastic job at explaining this stuff. I do. Too. I
0: really, I really do. That was done well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you, Bodhi, for all of your. He did the research and he wrote all of that. Mm-hmm. And so that was us not really knowing the subject that mm-hmm. well, but Bodhi knowing it pretty well. It seems. Yeah. So well I hope done, quartermaster. Yeah. Thank you, dude. But the main concerns of this thing mm-hmm. are that it can cause damage to. All life as we know it, or destroy a right, right. little pocket of the universe, or worse. Right. Well, Black it's holes and,
1: if you if you don't understand uh, physics or quantum physics, uh, it does seem very scary and very daunting. And I'm sorry, even if you do understand quantum physics <laughs> right. and physics, it's, it's scary still and scary and daunting. it don't really don't understand is. a lot. Dark Mm-mm, matter and dark no. energy. And all that shit, the yeah. thing, the whole point of this is to discover and learn. Yeah. Um. And at the end of the day, that's what these scientists are doing. Right. They're experimenting and they're finding out new things. They're discovering new things. Uh, will Do we know enough to guarantee, absolutely guarantee that absolutely not, we will not create a black hole?
0: We don't know for sure. We
1: don't know for sure. It
0: sounds very, very unlikely. Right. Like, not enough to exactly. worry about at all. Yeah, you there. Yeah, Pew Schmackernickel. I hate Pew. Hey, Satan. Yeah, do you promise you won't use CERN to open a portal from hell to earth to stage war in heaven? Promise? Well, you know my rule. I'm never honest to people I don't respect, so. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's from where we, uh, from what we understand from a scientific standpoint, it sounds extremely unlikely that that would happen. But, it's, but the job
0: it, of, it's the job of the scientific community, not necessarily these scientists, yeah, to right. communicate those things to people that are so light years away, right, to not right, do right, the right. study and stuff, right? Right, exactly. But there's, it's also fair for the scientific community to, to look at the laymen that don't understand this mm-hmm. shit, that, that doesn't mean they're stupid, right. about anything else in the world. They, exactly. n- they understand morality maybe mm-hmm. better than the scientists and all the other things. We have lived through times where scientists that had great intentions have done terrible things right you know take for example the nuclear scientists are some of the smartest humans that ever lived Mm -hmm. they did some of them detonate a fucking nuclear bomb in the stratosphere at one Mm -hmm. point i believe Mm -hmm. and that's i don't think it's it's recovered i don't even know why what the point of that i
1: don't i don't either but as a
0: layman it's like what was the point of that and i'm sure scientists can be like look and here's stupid right and that's the thing that i want to say the most like one of the big problems in the United States is that the communication from scientists to laymen and laymen to scientists is so weird. Mm-hmm. Laymen are, there's a bunch of laymen saying they're fucking so impressive with what they do <clears throat> and they seem like they're fucking Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And the laymen are like these people or, and the scientists are like these idiots won't shut up about stupid, you know, or mm-hmm. they, they don't understand it. they don't trust us. Scientists should be excited to teach mm-hmm. science to people that don't know science mm-hmm. in the best ways they can. Not all scientists can do that. But
1: well, okay, but the layman Communicate
0: with the people the let's, best they can.
1: Let's not be foolish. The laymen also need to get off their high horse they and, and they know everything.
0: Right. Yeah, internet research is important. Yes. You should be doing it. Yeah. But fucking... That
1: doesn't make you an expert.
0: No. Understanding an abstract <laughs> even. You know, you could read an abstract <laughs> of right. a scientific paper, but that doesn't mean you can do the math. It doesn't mean you can understand the, the, the whole thing. Right. You're still just trusting what they say.
1: Dying on you a should, hill. because you
0: probably don't know how to do it.
1: Dying, in my opinion, dying on a hill for something that you were not an expert, quote unquote expert at. Terribly bad. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Um, always be open to new stuff.
0: Right. Welcome to the council of why the fuck can't we discuss things anymore? I'm your host, Who Gives a Fuck? And today representing science is Science Guy. Hello. And we pulled this guy up the street to represent the rest of y'all. What's up, bitches? All right, so normal-ish guy, what do you want to say to Science Guy? Quit calling me names, motherfucker. All right, I'm sorry. If you want to science me, give me the science so I can science it. Uh, preferably with a pop-off top. Did you tweet this? to me. Hmm. You will burn, you cunt, you dumb cunt. I hate you, cunt. If I was on NyQuil, maybe. And science guy, what would you like to say to this guy? Please stop threatening me and pretending I'm the bad guy in a movie that I'm not in. You, sir, are working with the devil. I don't believe in the devil. That's what the devil people would say. Yeah, but I'm serious, So I really don't. The devil compares the non-believers. There's no way for me to win this, is it. The streets will rain with the blood of the non-believers. Okay.
1: CERN is, I'm not, a, I'm excited about what they're doing. I'm excited about yes. what they're doing research, um, and, and how they're moving science and physics and our understanding of our universe forward is very exciting to me. However, there is a part of me that it's it's scary as hell because I don't... And mine is a personal issue. I have I have trust issues. I don't trust people. <laughs> I don't trust people to make decisions for me. Definitely not. And I don't make I don't trust people to have my best interests at heart right. ever. So because of that, these scientists are fucking around with this stuff that they don't exactly really know what it is. That's why they're doing it, right? Because they're trying to learn. And we're all
0: just kind of like, "Are you shitting where
1: we eat? Right. Are you shitting where you eat?" Yes. Uh, let me take you back to as an example, uh, bloodletting. Right. Uh, well-intentioned doctors mm-hmm. uh, at the peak of their understanding of medicine.
0: How else do you get the ghosts out of your blood?
1: Exactly. Uh, and they did more harm than good because they really did. People just bled to death. Yeah. Or they were they either bled to death or the, the leading cause of death after bloodletting was infection. Right. Because they didn't Wash understand bacteria. And theory, and yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> we're, we're learning. But that doesn't mean that, uh, I don't know, a thousand years from now, we won't look back on this and go, yeah, whoops. Right. Whoops. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, every time that we mess with nature, people, there's a segment of mm -hmm. society that's like, absolutely not. Right. You know, that's why nuclear power is looked at in Mm -hmm. such a weird way. It's even though it's cleaner than most things. If you Mm -hmm. look into the modernization of nuclear power, it's like all these things that you're scared of, they're they're not. It's Mm -hmm. this really cool thing. But it's like when you really get down to it, people are like, no, that's not natural. Even mm-hmm. though it's the sun is doing that, but it's like that's not natural. You're not supposed to be able to do that, and people just mm-hmm. don't like changing nature, and so. there's I don't some not like some argument. Yeah, there's I, some. I'm argument one of against those. CERN. I don't
1: like changing nature. I'm one of those people. Yeah.
0: Well, CERN is like I don't know if they're changing it. I mean, they certainly dug a deep ass, long, big ass hole uh, with a cool tube. Well, it, it makes
1: but it's, it makes me a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um, oh. But it but my my nervous nature um, is way buried by the excitement of what we could learn from this so
0: that's a decent respect to be still nervous of like well there's mm -hmm. some it's not like it's safe Mm -hmm. it's not like i mean it's probably super safe it's probably safer than flying on an airplane but it's still like there's not a hundred percent chance that something weird (laughs) couldn't happen yeah like
1: (laughs) you're speaking to somebody who's afraid to fly
0: yeah you fucking hate flying (laughs) Uh, Getting her on an airplane is (laughs) a fucking trip and a half, let me tell you.
1: Lots of booze. Lots Lots of booze. booze.
0: Fucking fun. Uh, Um, We drive a lot of long distances. (laughs) Um, We're like John Madden.
1: I'm going to have (laughs) to. Who?
0: John Madden was a football guy and he wouldn't fly on airplanes. Oh, he wouldn't? Philadelphia to Denver like a couple times a week or some like, shit, and it's like you got to f- drive your bus, I guess. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah, so yeah, I'm sorry for this. Sorry for that.
0: <laughs> That's alright. You had a sweet bus. I'd live in the bus. No,
1: I mean I'm sorry for that because I'm the same way.
0: Yeah, I'm saying I'd, I'll <laughs> go. With but I do, the bus. I do,
1: I do want to go to Ireland someday.
0: Well, it's gonna be a weird bus I, ride. I, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? We're gonna be Cold, a swimming, Sharky. Be well, <laughs> all right. So bringing bringing it back in, um, real sandwife. I really, I really enjoyed. Uh, this episode. This I was enjoyed accessible. Learning. I, yes. I
0: made fun of all that stuff, but it's very accessible. Yeah, uh, I'm how excited. Buddy explained it, and then yeah, uh, thankful um, for that.
1: thank you very much, Bodie, for yeah. the script and for all the research and the time you put into it. Uh, thank, and, thank you to the script keeper for allowing me to. Uh, fumble. You guys have no idea the editing that went into this. (laughs) I had to get through the French names and that was in the first paragraph. Holy crap. I like
0: the bosons and the hosons and the (laughs) crayons and the schmiglis. The
1: crayons! Why not?
0: They're great. Why didn't they do those? crayons i don't they're talking I, about colors and this I don't is, know. it makes a marking here it's like, that's a crayon know. they're like we can't use that
1: i think you need to write we'll in sued. and uh you know really share your theory
0: crayola didn't trademark crayons fuck what am i thinking? <laughs> thank you guys for listening once again uh bodhi
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, bodhi sunyatta our scat cast quartermaster mm-hmm. thank you so much for the research and the writing of the script yes and uh, presenting all of us the information that we learned and I feel like I learned stuff. Yeah,
1: I feel like I learned stuff, too.
0: And I talk shit about some nerds, and they're going to be mad at me. Yeah, they're like, a, you're not nerd enough for us.
1: I got my I my got my be. brain stretched. I got it. Yeah.
0: Right. And thank you to the other <laughs> triad members. <laughs> yes. To Don the Shipbox Wizard. Yes. We appreciate you. And to Chris, the Discord Dookie Slayer. Yep. Also appreciated. Uh, info at Skycast.com. It mm-hmm. gets you information. Uh gets you what? Gets, fuck, I don't know.
1: It gets you. You can put your... <laughs> I got nothing. info at com. if you have any questions or you want to tell us that we're wrong and what we'll do is we'll just pass those emails on to Bodie and yep. be like dude what the fuck
0: Yep, that's right Yep. Bodie gets all the information. Bodhi gets all the information on this one. Right. So, and then all the other things. Scatcast.com, You got our merch store. You can get yes. all the dipshit file stuff there. Of course, patreon.com forward slash. Scatcast gets you a cartwheel from me. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to see it. I'm not filming that shit. But yeah, I'm
1: doing the running man in the living done. room. Yep. Every time. We
0: do that. So, <laughs> that's how we do stuff. But thank you guys. We'll see you next fucking week. Yeah. Next Wednesday for another Dipshit Files. And as always, we'll talk at you in the future.
1: And it'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. Bing, Bing bong Higgs boson.